a world premiere. <laughs> you won't hear this anywhere but here. New Zero Grab. Ah, damn, I know I'll be up pacing. Thinking about you cupcaking. Using the same lines you said to me. Where did you expect my head to be? Thought we connected intellectually. You sure in my life expectancy. What did I do for this reckoning? The sound of my heartbeat is deafening. It's so difficult going through this pain. I'm wandering in a clueless lane. I get so little in return. Other than these words that you meant to burn. Every word is like a new ember. And your fan club now has a few members. So there's really not a lot of room to loom. That's why there's all this doom resume. Hey. I'm never gonna give y'all the hook. Beat rock for a bit. How you doing out there? New grab. That's what the fuck is up. <laughs> That's where you're gone. <laughs> yeah, that's that new grab. Very rough demo. Shout out to AO Norm on the beat. We got some cooking. This is Life in Zero Gravity. Once again, I am your host, Zero Grav, the star man, as it were. Blast into your life from all types, all types of dimensions, but Dimension 11 is the main focus. You know, this is our AK 47 episode. Bang, bang. Yep, episode 47, that's what's up. And if you're, you know, this track, this is going to be a nice little track right here. So if y'all, if y'all are ready for the track, it's going to, it's going to come. I don't know when, but it will come. <laughs> so man, uh, first things first, we got all types of things going on this, this uh, episode. Um, we're going to have a, of course, an interview for you later on. For now, um, there's actually only one fucking person that has heard this song. So well, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna do something a little different. I'm gonna make some calls, see if we could get a hold of the person who has heard this song. Maybe we can, maybe we can't. Don't know what to think. So let's let's see. Let's give him a call right now. Hello, this is Zero Grav of the Life in Zero Gravity Godcast. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, I don't know if you know, but you're actually the only person to hear my demo so far, which is very rough. <laughs> uh, um, but I wanted to get I wanted to get your thoughts on the demo since you are actually the only person that has heard it so far. <laughs> you know I, I actually like how the chorus yeah but i'm not gonna get i i heard i liked how the chorus heard i'm gonna post this rough demo on my godcast but i'm not gonna show people the chorus so i'm not even showing them the best part thus far that has been recorded but i was just curious what you thought um yeah so that that was that was really uh the main 
thing I was calling for and to ask if you're ready to get your mind blown. <laughs> I don't think you're ready. I don't think you're prepared. I don't think I'm ready. Yeah. We'll see, though. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll text you. <laughs> All right. And that is the only person that has heard. <laughs> she might get her mind blown, too. So we'll see about that. Um, who else are we going to call? We're going to call this bitch right here. Let's see if this bitch picks up. Let's see. Little hoe. You going to pick up, bitch? You better pick up when daddy calls. <laughs> Damn, I don't think he's gonna pick up. Damn you. You let me down on this one. Let me not put the number out over the <laughs> over the new jack didn't pick up, motherfucker. All right. Well, anyway, <laughs> we got a show for you. Uh, I, as you can see, I back I got back in the studio for the first time in ten months. The music studio, I mean, because I've been in the um, the Godcast studio this whole time, but I haven't been in the music studio, so that's sort of new for me. Um, it's a new occurrence. So we'll see. Um, putting together some shit right now coming up with some new content uh shout out to ao norm again shout out to bonehead bangers we got some heat as well check him out bonehead bangers all the way from india my friend one of the most supportive people of this show so i really gotta give him his props because i appreciate that man like not everybody is is as supportive as supportive as you are i mean it's just it's rare so i give you your credit um, and I thank you for real. I do thank you for that. So, bonehead bangers, we got plenty more coming, I'm sure. Um, you know, he, he slid me a beat. <laughs> so I recorded it. Um, just a rough demo. I didn't even put that one out there yet. I, really, this one ain't even ready for the shit. You know, I, I, I wanted to, I, I was anxious to get some new shit out there. And it's only going to be out here. I'm not putting it up on anything else. Like, I'm putting the actual track up anyway. Safe. Shout out to Omai and his family. Um, I'm really hoping that you are okay, man. Um, I, I, I don't want to. I don't even have much more info to put out there, but I really hope you're all right. And, uh, and it's just been a rough year, you know. Like I've been saying, it's been rough. But uh, I appreciate everybody's support, and I appreciate everybody who's been there for other people. So I, I thank you all for that. Um, we will continue on. So, hopefully, I'm just really hoping. This is kind of random at this point, but my exes all end up coming back and apologizing. I told you to treat me right in the first place, goddammit. Like, why? Why? Why can they not get it right the first time? I don't get it. You know, it's, it's really weird. And actually, one of my exes reached out that she was mad about one of my other exes. I was like, what is, what is going on? Chill. Why? Why is this a thing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it, man. Like she do services every couple months, pops back up, or I don't. I don't know. 
don't know. It's really weird because I didn't even date her that long. So it's really weird that she's still coming back to me once in a while. So, I digress. We got a Kurt interview incoming. Kurt will appear for the second time on Godcast, Skywaves, Universal Airwaves, Multiversal Airwaves. I don't know. But he will be back. Uh, and I may, I just may, have a bonus jam for you. I may have a bonus jam on here. So stay tuned. We got, we got more shit up ahead, motherfuckers. <laughs> What what's your name again? Kurt the Hero. And, and why why are you here? American weirdos. <laughs> Do you honestly feel like you deserve to be here? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, the show has grown so much without me that I, I don't even know if I'm worthy to it, be in the presence of such greatness. <laughs> it, it grew in spite of you. I, like the, it dropped a lot when we first had you on, and then luckily we recovered. Oh, it took oh, us good. this whole time to recover. <laughs> this is really a bad risk to take. But take another L. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What art shit are you shitting? You know, shitting my art shit. Um, uh, I'm it? working on my senior project, and I've been working on it for the past. Um, I want to say four months, maybe a little longer, four or five months, and because uh, we we get about a year to do it, so I'm in the middle of production of that, working on backgrounds, and I don't know, it's pretty, it's pretty good stuff. It's cool. Looks like a bunch of scribbles to me, but no, I'm just <laughs> no, it's cool. So you're enjoying the senior project? Yeah, that's that's interesting because it's a little different than some other senior projects, huh? Yeah, yeah. For one, you get the two semesters, and for two, you have like full autonomy over what you're doing. You know, you just have to produce some type of project, and um, it's exciting, but it's also a lot of pressure. You know, yeah. Like my my project is about ten minutes. It's a ten minute short film, two uh, D animation, and. Uh, that's a lot of work for animation. Ten minutes is that's a long time to animate alone, but there's a lot of stillness and stuff. So I'm hoping I could get through it. I've been working pretty nonstop, but it will pay off. Well, I wish you luck, sir. This is, of course, Kurt the Hero, recording artist <laughs> <laughs> and uh, podcast guest and. You uh, you got a lot of stuff on your resume now, huh? Many epithets. <laughs> God, <okay. laughs> Wait, I thought you said there's no need for an epithet. <laughs> so what would be your dream project? My dream... It could even be like... Uh, yeah, let me clarify. So it could be something you want to create. It could also be like... all. Well, let's do both. Okay, first, something you want to create, dream project. I want to be able to 
I think what I've always envisioned myself doing is making a a show. You know, I'm interested in film, but with a show, I feel like you really get to build up your lore and your universe and tell kind of compelling stories in a short time frame. So I'd really like to just be a showrunner of some something I created. I think yep. it'd be rewarding. That would be cool, yeah. So that's like your that's like the main do you but but in that okay in that sense like for a show would you like it to be like a lot of these shows now are like 11 minutes or they're 22 minutes or would you like like dream wise would, would you like to have like a longer show or like um i think there's a lot that can be said in a short time in 11 minutes so you get a it's kind of a challenge but also a blessing because you think of it in a different way you're like well i have 11 minutes to say this or convey this story yeah um i mean not that i would mind doing a longer one you don't have to worry about time constraints but um i think with 11 you get kind of a unique it's like a unique sweet spot where it leaves people wanting more but is enough time to tell something interesting you know yeah for sure well, I, I, I was just curious. I feel like the eleven-minute thing is more modern, you know, or, or like it just seemed like before. Like, yeah, they might do eleven minutes, but they it would be like two different stories on one episode, and then yeah. now it's like the eleven minutes is the episode now. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting how that works. Yeah, and that's definitely something to save money. You know. Yeah. They're like people still look forward to a fifteen minute 10 or 11 minute episode um but it's half the work it's half i hate this word but people use a lot for animation budget um usually people who don't know about animation use that word to kind of justify everything like if something has like bad animation or no no animation they they say oh this show doesn't have any budget and it's not really like true like i don't know it's it's kind of it's like a lazy way. thing that, you know, just, oh, this show doesn't have budget <laughs> clearly no budget here <laughs> that makes sense have you ever been fully satisfied with any art you've done <laughs> no <laughs> i kind of thought that would be it because i know that's kind of how i feel too so that's why i was curious <laughs> yeah and i think that's kind of the nature of being an artist yeah and it's it's good and bad it's good because it pushes you to be better you know if you are satisfied with what you're doing you don't need to change it or improve it um fully satisfied you should be able to find some <laughs> happy you know you're like oh this is good I, I like this it can be better but i'm happy with it or else you just destroy your own self-esteem right there yeah you have to find some joy in it but i do think it's hard I, and then there must be something to it because it seems like almost every type of artist and that's in any medium like they're never fully satisfied like there's always just like you know you yeah. you could be happy overall happy with it but there's always something where you're like damn mm-hmm. <laughs> Why did I? Why that? What does that brush stroke look like? That up there, my wrist, my wrist was cramping right there, and I can tell <laughs> something like that. Yeah, well, I'm sure you feel like that too when you're making uh, music or maybe even doing these podcasts. You know, there's like, oh, I could have done something different, or yeah, not as much on these because 
I mean, there there is fire. Like a, <laughs> <laughs> well, they they usually serve their purpose, and like actually, these weirdly usually exceed my expectations. Like, I go back and I'm like, yeah, that was fun, but would that be fun for other people? And I listen to it, and I'm like, yeah, it would. <laughs> You're like that was fire. <laughs> No, you know, it's just like, because I guess I hear other shows and they seem so boring by comparison. So it's like, mm, with this, mm. it's actually kind of cool. Or, like, there's really no expectations. That's what makes it kind of cool. It's like, right. no, no one's expecting anything. Be whatever. Yeah, it can do. But then again, there are some episodes, or there's at least one I can think of where the, where the, it was like technical difficulties and that messed it up, you know? Like, I tried to use the app and it was like we were talking over each other. Oh, we weren't talking over each other, but the way that it, did it it timed like, it out when just or, messed like, delayed it, it. <laughs> yeah mm. so that sucked i'm one of the episodes i'm not even gonna say which one it was but <laughs> <laughs> do you feel more art or more business uh definitely more art <laughs> just because it's more fun the business is interesting because it's applicable and well so is the art but i think it's something that's hard to be passionate about unless Maybe you're really in it doing running a business, but even then, yeah. that sounds stressful. But um, <laughs> definitely the art, because you kind of get to see your progress immediately, or to some extent. There's some immediacy to the set, like the satisfaction of like, oh, this thing I did right now looks good. Whereas business, it's like this thing I did a few months ago paid off. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's different, huh? Mm-hmm. I was just thinking, I don't know why, but I just randomly thought of this is like your dual major is almost like a mullet, huh? It's like business and <laughs> business and party. <laughs> you know it, bro. You got the mullet mullet degree. <laughs> no, that's cool, though. That's funny. <laughs> I never thought of it until right now. <laughs> what will you do when you first get your degree? Uh, I immediately want to start looking for jobs at studios. Um, the one I've always wanted to work at, obviously, is Cartoon Network uh, or Adult Swim. They're kind of the same. I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me, but um, yeah, they they are like, or maybe the yeah, studio. I think it's, itself is different, but right. Well, what I've learned along the way is that the not just for the animation industry, but any industry is a lot smaller than you realize once you get out there and and look around. You know, you're like, oh, everybody kind of just knows each other in some way you know yeah and i think it's prevalent in tv a lot but it's also business too you know a lot of your jobs come from people you know and i don't know that's pretty much the main way huh that's the main way you even get hired it's just like knowing somebody yeah Uh, i think it's 72 percent of jobs that come from just straight recommendations (laughs) yeah that's i mean it makes sense because i feel like most of the jobs i've gotten was like some way like that you know or yeah it's like you can meet all the requirements and you won't get an interview if you don't know anybody it's weird right yeah yeah. you definitely are at a disadvantage if you don't have that it's not that you can't get hired but it's gonna be it'll be harder it'll be about a 30 percent harder yeah (laughs) right it's that nepotism (laughs) yeah so so um what was i gonna say oh why don't you just draw a degree if you're so good at art (laughs) why don't you do that (laughs) that's that's not a real question (laughs) 
No, I, actually, this I had a story, and I thought it would be funny to tell you this story. Normally, you've heard the show, right? Like how I tell stories. Yeah. So the other night, I was like, I went to Dairy Queen. I was just hanging out. I went to Dairy Queen, and like, <laughs> so you you know street sweepers. Have street sweepers come around? Nah, I've never heard of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, there's these things called street sweepers. <laughs> so Can you break those down into depth? What a street No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah let's, let's look it up. <laughs> but we're, we just hit 11-11 on here. But on the street, so on street sweepers, um, they 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 sweep the streets. No, <laughs> all right. Sorry, I, I derailed. You were going. No, you did. No, I'm just, I was just kidding. So, like the uh, this, you know, like how it'll be like a big like tank looking thing usually. Mm-hmm. So there was like this. It was a there's this pickup truck, right? And it, it it almost looked like those gas trucks. You like you know the the have you ever been to the gas station when they're like putting gas into it? Yeah. And it's like the little, like, it has, like, the tank on the back. Right, yeah, yeah. So there's, like, a pickup truck that had, like, a small tank on the back. And it's driving around. I'm like, what's going on? And I see this guy. And he has, a, he has like, a broom thing. And it, it, it's, like, it's a broom thing that he's, like, moving <laughs> It's, like, a window. busted-ass street <laughs> He's moving it out the window. And, like, like like, sucking stuff up or something. I don't know what the, I think he was, yeah, he was sucking stuff up. And that's the way it looked, and he's he's just zigzagging all through the parking lot, like it doesn't yeah. make any fucking sense. Like, what's the point? You're gonna half-ass. Yeah, the whole, just, that's right. It's like a third-party street sweeper sir. Yeah, so he's and he's he's it's it doesn't make any sense. It's like he's he'll start at one part and then go to another, but then go back to like it. There's no pattern to it at all. And then he left the parking lot and came back like, and it was like super loud. It was like the loud, it was louder than a regular street sweeper. It was like crazy loud. But then he had a woman with him who would come out and she had a leaf blower and she'd be blind. What the hell is that? That's so fry. So, so the, my friend that I was with, we came up like with a name for it. It was like Consuela's suck e blow. Suck and blow service. <laughs> just like he blows, I suck. <laughs> Cause it was, it was God just damn. so strange. <laughs> and at first I was like, oh, that's kind of like when you see it from a distance, it looks like a street sleeper kind of, but then you see like he has like a flashlight and he's just like <laughs> sucking it up with like this weird brain. Was it at night? Yeah, and it was at night. <laughs> what the hell? It was the weirdest thing, and I'm like, did this? Did did somebody just like cheap out on the? Yeah, they they, they were like, we'll pay for an hour of street sweeping and <laughs> pay for an hour of blowing, an hour of sucking. <laughs> if you could show up, <laughs> fix our lot. <laughs> um, but I, I actually, I'm glad to have you here because. There was a purpose to this meeting. How would you like to be your own boss? Make <laughs> oh your own God, no. <laughs> Set it all. <laughs> We're going to I'm going to start a fleet of these. these. <laughs> you want to have a podcast like this? <laughs> Now we're gonna make a fleet of this suck and blow service. <laughs> suck and blow fleet. The, the suck and blow. <laughs> They're very resourceful. Do you think financial planning is always a pyramid scheme? <laughs> you know those financial planning co- like. Oh. Do you think they are like? I'm wondering because that's kind of like. That's 
they're getting crafty with the schemes. I ne- I never am like close to falling for one, but they're getting creative at least. And I think stuff like that usually is, you know. Like yeah. Definitely, if they're talking about financial freedom, um, financial because they're just be like, "Do you want a lot of money? This guy I know has a lot of money, and he's doing this." <laughs> and uh, you get the sense that everything around them is rented, or maybe they did make money, but you're not gonna make money. And I don't. Know. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering. Yeah, I was wondering that because as a business major, I thought you might have like some insight in that, like. Do you know anybody who's like tried that stuff and like is there any like somebody's making money? Yeah. It's not like you can't make money, but the odds are against you, you know. I mean, every company is a pyramid scheme to some extent, but at the least you world. have guaranteed yeah. pay, you know. Yeah. It's like the one difference, but it's always going up to somebody. Uh yeah, but with those, it's the same. You know, the people. Some people do succeed, but it's usually off of other people below them. Uh, so you have. That's why they always try to sign people on, obviously. Yeah. And, um, but you can succeed. Um, it's almost like I a- won't have, say names, but somebody I know. <laughs> and I'm not trying to recruit anybody <laughs> either. Someone I know. This guy. Um, it actually work for them? I've always been skeptical of him. Like, he, because he's come to other people I know. And um, it's not as aggressive, but I think it's because he's higher up. But he has, I don't know how much money he has, but he was on the cover of, uh, oh, now it's going to be obvious. <laughs> he was on the cover of a, a, of a magazine. Business, a a bu- business magazine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, um, you know. I don't think they just do that. No, unless it was <laughs> unless like it was their a fake... magazine. Or <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, it was a bigger one. So oh. I don't know. I think you had the, you're most likely not going to do well in those. But I don't know. To each their own, I guess. <laughs> it's always. It's almost like it's thinking about it. It's almost like a pimp, right? And you're all like the hoes. Yeah, like, if you're a good hoe, <laughs> you give that good suck and blow. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. It comes back full circle. <laughs> but it's that's kind of the structure of it, right? There's like one. There's a pimp at the top, and then all these hoes that are like exactly. That's a pyramid scheme. That's, that's probably exactly the original it. pyramid scheme. It is. <laughs> Just, I wonder I'm, if there's different tiers of hoe, you know? Yeah, well, there are. There's like, a bu- there's a bottom level. bitch. <laughs> oh, that's my bottom. <laughs> so you want to be the bottom bitch? That's where you make the real revenue in the pyramid scheme. It is funny though. Like when you have you ever been to one of those meetings, like the pyramid scheme? Oh meetings? yeah, I hate them because everybody there looks like they're not doing well or something. Yeah, like, everybody looks like they they're struggling in some way. I just want, yeah, right. Or I think what it is is it's like you feel the desperation, and you start to realize, or you at least it feels like there's a lot of people planted in the room. And you're like, oh god, yeah, <laughs> and, and you start to think like, how do these people live with themselves knowing all this? And they know it's a pyramid scheme. A lot of them say, well, yeah, you I, you can call it a pyramid scheme, but. They, they act like they have like some special knowledge of like <laughs> it being different. Yeah, they're like, see, this this is more of a cone. <laughs> it's like there's more dimensions. 
this is the funnel. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is, man. It's just a funnel. No, like I've been in those meetings and it's like you go in and it it you know what a lot of it is is like insurance insurance and financial mm. planning those are like the main things because they're so vague it's like yeah. you're selling people insurance <laughs> and that's like the pyramid scheme yeah but i remember there's one i went to where it just gave me a really weird vibe and like they had me go into a room and they were trying to get my credit card number and then like there's like this big boss that they brought out to like close the meeting or whatever and i saw him whispering to the guy and i heard him like did you get his credit card number i was like I need <laughs> oh get, my god i need to get the fuck out of here <laughs> That's so bad. It was so weird. It was just like, no, I'm not doing this. Yeah. They usually try to get your credit card number somehow. Like that's if you go if you go any further mm. than like what it is. But that's terrible. I just want you know, but I've realized that at this point in my life, I just want a girl that that will pursue me like the these companies do. <laughs> like you could put a thousand applications into Indeed and the one that'll reply is these they'll they'll <laughs> call you back schemes. like within minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, You're like this is wow. <laughs> yeah. Your resume matches up real well. And I remember it, like sometimes I've just <laughs> like I've done phone interviews with them and I've totally bullshitted the answers and gave them like horrible answers and they're like, yeah, well we think you'd be a good fit. And I'm like, no I wouldn't <laughs> based on what? <laughs> Yeah, you think you'd be a good fit. You talk the talk, buddy. <laughs> it's like these answers are horrible. These are not the answers you're looking for. They're just looking for somebody to call. Yeah. <laughs> Who will call them back? That's what it is. So it's kind of funny. Like, oh, you're qualified. How would you devise the ultimate pyramid scheme? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What's the way to. Uh, that's hard. One that I like. Um, that I see go around is like everybody pulls their money into something and the only person that gets the money is the person in the middle. I'm like, it's so blatant and obvious. <laughs> it's like, if I put 50, uh, have you seen that one? I don't yeah. remember what it's called. Or, they all, but, yeah. But yeah, we if I had to do one, it, might, it would probably be something like that because it's just so blatant and <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're not bullshit. It's a, it's a, you, you have to make a donation to the organization. That's what it usually is, huh? Yeah. Would you? Su- I wanted to know if you would support my my campaign that I have going on. It's the hands off hands off our meat campaign because <laughs> we're not gonna let Joe Biden and Kamala Harris cut America's meat. God, I've been I've been saying that for like weeks now. Ever since you showed that, <laughs> you surprise people with it. Yeah, like, anytime I, anytime meat comes up, which it comes up weirdly a decent amount. <laughs> you like, li- you're staying with vegetarians though, right? <laughs> <laughs> They're hungry for some meat. Can't avoid the meat. I see what you did there. <laughs> That's funny that it even come up that often. Do you think is Mike Pence too boring to possibly be a reptilian shapeshifter? <laughs> he is incredibly boring, and like this seems like he's like closet. You know, I don't <laughs> closet gay. I don't know. He could be, yeah. I mean, it is weird that because he he's weirdly aggressive against it, you know. Yeah, for somebody um. that's so passionate about meat, <laughs> and and yet he's still somehow so boring. It's weird. I don't know. Like, I won't say he can't be a reptilian, but it is. I don't know if he's like interesting enough because a lot of these. 
Who, who? It's hard to say. Well, you have to figure some of the reptilians are boring people, you know? <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, they're cold-blooded, and they don't, you know... <laughs> Don't move around a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> who do you, who who seems like the most of all the like known people out there? Who who do you see and you're like, oh, that's definitely a reptilian. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, you know, like politicians, entertainers, somebody who just doesn't like fit. <laughs> and you're like, Argh. yeah. Hmm. Somebody. There's the reptilians out there. Oh yeah. There's some. You know for sure. I'm trying Slimy. to think. Slimy. Slimy guys, slimy boys. <laughs> no, there's so. How can know. you think? Maybe if you think of one, I might. I need a moment. He's a reptilian out of everybody. Um, it wouldn't really shock me if Elon Musk was a reptilian. Oh, he sort of that's has a, a rep- he has a reptilian look, you know. Yeah, and he's always trying to leave the planet and shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> trying to go back home. He's just, yeah, that's what it is. Huh? That's what SpaceX is. Yeah, he's just trying to go back to his home planet. He's trying to enslave the human race to build his rockets to go back to <laughs> where it, he's yeah. from. He's really trying to get to Mars in 2022. Why is that? <laughs> Something weird. Something weird's going on. It's probably that's a, that's a perfect one, though. I think Zuckerberg is definitely a reptilian, yeah. too. <laughs> he looks like a reptilian. Mike Bloomberg. Yeah, I mean, some of these people, they, they just look like reptilians. Yeah, Zuckerberg seems like a reptilian. It has to be, I guess a lot of it would be like somebody who seems kind of cold, right? Right, cold or like... They're just, just, I don't know. It's like, as humans, we just sense something different about certain people. Yeah. And, you know, it's hard to articulate it, but I think we get what it, what we're trying to say when we're like, uh, yeah, they could be one. Yeah. Like, Elon Musk, it seems like he's actually doing a lot of cool stuff, but then it also seems like he doesn't care about, like, humans very much. Yeah. <laughs> or something, right? <laughs> and same Not thing, really concerned. With- yeah. Like, he was one of these people that was, like, he's like a coronavirus skeptic and stuff like that. Mm. <laughs> like, and then Zuckerberg definitely doesn't seem like he cares about humans Oh, at all. no. He doesn't even... He just doesn't seem like a human. <laughs> like a robot. This is going to get banned from, like, all... From Facebook <laughs> <laughs> and the Tesla facility. Yes. Tesla will never... I did see something... I wish I could credit who made this up, but imagine, like... It just reminded me when we were talking about Tesla... Imagine if, like, you imagine not making enough payment on your car, on your self driving car, and it drives itself back to the dealership. <laughs> you broke, motherfucker. <laughs> That'd be funny as hell. <laughs> it's like, oh, that would suck. Can't get to work that day. Uh, self driving cars shouldn't get, um, they shouldn't get impounded then. They shouldn't, huh? Because if they Never. see like an, an officer, they just pull out and drive. That would be cool. That, that, they circle the block. <laughs> that would be a good setting. Well, technically, you could send your self-driving car home and have it come pick you up, oh, too. Yeah. So. I never thought about that. You know, I don't know how you feel about this, though, but I feel like it's about a lot of stuff. Like, I'm not going to be the test dummy for any of this shit. Oh, no, yeah. (laughs) Just like for the coronavirus vaccine that they're trying to rush out, I'm not going to be the first one. Definitely not going to be the first to get a cell driving car. (laughs) So you're anti-vaxxer. Yeah. (laughs) It sucks (laughs) because... 
<laughs> like when you start saying that stuff, you sound like an anti-vaxxer. But I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not. Like I'm not taking male birth control. I don't <laughs> want my dick to fall off like random. Like I would, I would take it if it was established. You know. Yeah, you just need time for certain things because there are those shit goes wrong all the time with yeah. medicine. You know, it's like they don't even know what that does. And it's like you can't really get a put a price on getting reimbursed for. Losing your dick, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, what, are you going to give me a new dick? <laughs> there's no way around it. It's no, it's just, it will never be the same. <laughs> yeah, I think about that. And then I saw I saw something today. It's like, oh, yeah, let me, th- let me, uh, this 90 whatever percent recovery rate on this coronavirus is too risky. Let me take this vaccine that has an 80 percent like <laughs> negative side effect rate so far yeah. and has killed a few people in trials. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> sounds know. good. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's because they're trying to rush it out for, I don't want to get too political, but rush it out. For political pressure you know for the yeah yeah and they don't realize like they're gonna freak a lot of people out if they try to like force that vaccine yeah <laughs> oh yeah you can't like yeah you you should never be able to require a vaccine even if i don't think even if i think anti-vaxxers are jackasses yeah most of the time um you still shouldn't be able to be like yeah you need to take a this vaccine because it, it is your body they shouldn't be able to control it <laughs> yeah definitely something like that where they don't even know what it does it's like that's not oh yeah that's not good like like make you a test dummy <laughs> yeah like and that's that's how i feel with the self-driving cars and just a lot of that stuff i'm like I, like if it works it works but i don't want to take that risk like yeah. i don't know what that does Mm-mm. i don't know what any of it does and I would advise people not to do that. I think that's fair to say. People would get pissed by that probably, but it's like don't don't take that vaccine unless you know you really have to. Right? Yeah, because especially for, well, yeah. I mean, especially for young people, I guess. Yeah. Because that you're also lowering the availability for people that might really be more at risk, might so really they might want to need you know use it. Yeah, like I'd say if you if you were like really at risk of getting corona then yeah it's probably worth it like to get it or or of dying of corona right know? yeah if you're like you know if you have all those symptoms that would make or like uh health issues that would make it a thing right if it, and that's that too is if it became bigger than it is and it probably will in the fall and winter but um yeah i guess we're not there yet we can't say for sure but it probably won't change too much here you know, That's but it true. might not in Cali, but it might from like other from commerce from other states, though, huh? Yeah, it's possible. But I feel like here the weather doesn't change that much dramatically. So, right. We probably wouldn't be too affected, but it also is a lot of people. So it's hard to say. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people get it. So do you think we'll ever unite and overthrow tyranny? I <laughs> <laughs> think people will. I think people are getting more and more fed up and people on the side of tyranny don't realize how fed up people are getting. And, you know, you have hella high unemployment. You have these billionaires thriving. You have racial injustice. You just had Breonna Taylor's killers not 
get prosecuted, you know, or one of them got very minor charges and that was it. And right. people are fed up. They're tired of it and it hasn't gone away. The protesting is still going on despite what uh mainstream media shows. Still a lot of protesting. They try to say it's riots, but if you've ever been to one, it's almost always peaceful. <laughs> we were th- we went to one together, so I yeah. could confirm peace confirmed. <laughs> yes, yeah. But it's not gonna stay peaceful forever if shit don't change. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, it seems like there's already more of an impact than I've seen in a long time from that. Right? Like, there's actually stuff getting done. You know? Yeah. Like when you watch the when you watch the NBA and they have Black Lives Matter on the court every game, yeah, you know, like stuff exactly. like that. All the jerseys, like it, it seems minor, but it's like the NFL they have stuff like that now, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty unheard of. I think what it kind of signifies is a kind of shift in public opinion because these big companies wouldn't do it if it didn't make them money. But it must be yeah. well received. Like they might ethically. Um, but it's only to build their reputation, right? Uh, but um, to get more money, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, we are. I feel like we are seeing shifts in some ways, but um, there's still a long way to go. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Well, sorry, I, didn't oh, need to no, catch I was you. just gonna say, um, because your question was, will we overthrow tyranny? Yeah, <laughs> probably. Hopefully. That's point. the hope that we yeah. have to hold on to. Yeah, because tyranny so. is always bad. <laughs> it's just the it nature is. of the word. <laughs> yeah, unless, unless there's like a tyrannosaurus, I guess. Yeah, it? but even if then, the, that you know, I'd vote for tyrannosaurus before. <laughs> Uh, Tyrannosaurus might have been an asshole. So that's I true. You know, I don't know. It seems like kind of a dick. <laughs> Dickhead, selfish. <laughs> Jerks. Jerks. <laughs> well, how do you how do you overcome obstacles personally? I don't. I stuff them in and I no. <laughs> That's only partially true. No. Kratom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Kratom. Buy some today. Um I try to reflect on them. I take longer than most people, so I'll experience an issue and not feel anything but i'll be almost subconsciously thinking thinking about it over time and uh, kind of devising ways to get past it and going forward you know like i've been trying to more actively take mental notes of certain um triggers or certain problems that are re-recurring it's recurring right yeah recurring Anyway, I think problems that are recurring. I think both of those are right. Reoccurring, uh, recurring. I think it, it's probably like recurring is a shortened f- version of reoccurring. Right. Anyway, we got to. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. No, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. yeah I think recurring is. Just <laughs> way gone. But um, I think just self reflection and talking to other people, um, which I don't do enough of. But when I do, I usually feel better. I'm able, able to overcome stuff because uh, there's a lot of stuff you just can't overcome alone. I'm sure you know. <laughs> yeah. And um, 
yeah, I think you just have to be open to to that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think you just have to like let it out. You know, it feels good to just let it out sometimes instead of like if it's all in your head all day, it yeah. weighs you down. Exactly. Yeah, I was just curious how you personally overcame them. How do you overcome it? Um, you know, it's weird you mentioned that because actually, like lately, the last like couple of weeks, I feel great. Like I feel it's weird. Something like clicked in my head. It's like a shift. <laughs> I feel back to myself. You know, it took a while, but I, I think I um I analyze it a lot. I try to. One thing I I don't know I guess this would be f- to a specific problem I try to make sure I've done everything I can to solve it and if I feel like I've done everything I can then I can kind of feel okay you know yeah it's like if I feel like I've given everything I could and it didn't still didn't work out the way I wanted it to then I can I feel like it gives me a sense of peace in a way because I'm like you know I did everything mm. I could that makes sense you're but, kind of exhausting your your option you know if you're like well none of this works this so this just isn't meant to happen the way that it's right. that i'm trying to like, going for it you know yeah so i think that's that's definitely a thing you know i feel so try until you're defeated bit <laughs> <laughs> you know like don't f- make sure if you're passionate about something make sure you've done everything you can to make it work and if it you know if it doesn't work then it doesn't work, but you'll feel better. I feel like knowing that. Right. You yeah. will. You'll know that you did everything on your side, on your part to remedy a situation or uh, get past something. So, oh uh, yeah, I think that's a good point. At the same time, you don't want to overdo it and just get stuck in a cycle. But I think freeing yourself from the blame. Uh, is always good (laughs) i lost it but you get where i'm coming from yeah no yeah i think so i think um i think you know what i realized is like um it, it, it had been a while since i had been in a situation like i was in and you forget like people tell you oh time you know all those cliches they do apply a lot of times like how time heals all wounds it's just <laughs> simple stuff like that but how like it it does just take time and you know there's like a yeah yeah there's like and one day it just clicks or something you know and then you just feel differently about it yeah i mean you have to give time for processing you know yeah it's a it's like a computer bro. <laughs> but yeah. really it's like you just emotionally just need that time and that moment of contemplation or you just have like a moment of realization where you're just like all right I, you know i feel better and sometimes it's gradual and other times it's just like oh i don't care anymore <laughs> i'm cool now yeah you know what i had is like there's always part of me that felt like there's always part of me that felt some type of relief or you know and then it would just get buried under kind of like sorrow of like what happened mm. but then eventually like th- and but every once in a while that good feeling would pop would burst through and i'd feel better you know and then and then eventually it got to the point where now it's like 
it's it like it's more like the sorrow is kind of the afterthought thing and then you know mm, yeah got to a point where it was almost like a like two different layers and then like the the happy layer went out in the end i guess yeah, yeah. Well, i Basically. think once you start learning to live in the present too you can get past it because that just becomes a memory you know you can yeah I think you can get over pretty much anything. Maybe instead of like horrible trauma, like somebody getting killed in front of you, or yeah. But yeah, I think a lot of it is just uh, sitting on it for a little. You know, yeah. You can't. You're not instantly going to be like, okay, I'm not going to worry about that anymore, uh, because you are experiencing that sorrow. But it's good that it it's becoming more of like a. Uh, occasional thing you know yeah i mean now like it uh, it still hurts from time to time but it's a different hurt it like the hurt from it comes from just like like being like when you know that you were really good and like you got treated really badly (laughs) that hurts like it just it just is like it just it's not a good feeling because it just makes you you know, it makes you think of somebody differently or it just is like, it's a hard thing to, it's, that's the part that makes, that's hard to totally get over it. I don't know if you ever do fully get over that, you know? Mm-hmm. I think you, well, you probably feel, I think a lot of people subconsciously would feel kind of bad um, that you let yourself be treated like that too. Yeah, for you sure. Know? You feel like you wait, you know? You're like, damn, like it took, all this for me all that time yeah yeah, you know yeah and and um it's crazy to see i guess like i try not to put too many you know i don't i know people actually listen to this and i'm not trying to just like you know i'm not trying to just like put all this bad stuff out there but but basically if if people could understand the context i actually haven't talked about this like on here really like like not fully you know like i've talked about in vague ways but um basically like it was very difficult to have a breakup and still be living with the person Mm, i can say that yeah like a lot of people don't even know that on here because i've i i didn't want to you know it's like and now that i'm on another side of it i feel better talking about i didn't want to like drag people down and there were probably a couple shows where you could tell i was like (laughs) a little little less vague yeah Or, or no, not even that like i never i haven't there's so much stuff i could say that i've never said mm, you know on here like good. just more Take stuff like <laughs> yeah I, i've never i haven't said a lot of stuff like I, a lot of people probably don't even know till now that it was a breakup like mm-hmm. honestly like mm-hmm. i never fully put it out there so mm. honestly like i would yeah, that's hard because it's something that's very personal and therefore you kind of want to keep it private for a little while so yeah. i think when you're able to candidly talk about it and reflect then you it is kind of a sign that you're at least somewhere else in yeah the, the stage of grief <laughs> or, well, you know. for, yeah for a while i was still trying to save it so obviously it's like you don't want to just like <laughs> be bashing someone on a show you know and like i never bashed her on here like i never did all i ever i've talked about like the pain from past relationships and so it was very it's i you don't know what really and honestly i'm talking about different ones so it was never just focused on like this one thing you know yeah but um yeah at at the end of the day I, i don't know i guess i just 
that I, I realized that that was a big part of what was making it so difficult because now that I've moved away it feels a lot different you know it's like it's totally different when you still have to come home mm, and yeah. see them every day or you know like, yeah I can't even imagine and yeah. I thought all along once you did move out that there would be a a change but it's good that you're able to see it too you know you're I, like huh it's not bad when you don't have that proximity now <laughs> i thought i thought i would but i didn't expect it to be this fast mm. you know like mm. i thought it would still take a while right like i like where i am now i didn't think i would get here for like a year maybe like two or mm. so you know <laughs> I just mm. didn't know. I, it just felt like it was going to linger for a really long time. Mm. And it just randomly. No. <laughs> yeah. And it just randomly snapped in my head. And, and I got to a point where I'm just like, I, I don't, you know, like, I don't need to feel like this anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good. I mean, that's hard. It's hard when you're in it and you don't know when the other side's coming out. And it feels like it will be forever, but. I think you do reach that point. Yeah. Once you're mentally out of it, where you're like, oh, I guess, <laughs> you know, there's other things going on out there. <laughs> yeah. The world doesn't revolve around this. And yeah, it sucked. But now the only thing I have control of now is the future. Yeah. And, and you know, and this is one of the cliches that, that is true. Like there are, well, I've even said it is like, there's billions of, of women in the world there's billions of men in the world there's somebody else out there you know <laughs> like yeah it's not it, it, i thought it, that too what well, and it sounds wrong but i i don't know if i believe in like there being just the right person for you yeah i think there's millions of right people for you probably you know realistically like odds wise right i and, mean i could be wrong and maybe i'm just being pessimistic but that's just how how I've always felt when I've thought about that. You're like, uh, but I don't know. Maybe it's just because I haven't seen that, you know, haven't been like, uh, this is, you know, because people act like it's like some cosmic thing. And, you know, I, I just couldn't see getting to that point. But I don't know. Some people are more spiritual than me. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm a I'm I'm a romantic and I like the idea of like it's a, it's very romantic finding that person that's like yeah. This is a fit for me. But I do think that there are multiple the older I get the more I'm like, you know what? There are multiple and not to say you should date multiple people at once, but <laughs> but I'm saying like um I do think that there are multiple people that could work for you cuz I I'm I, I'm really not that hard. I, I don't know how I come across the people. I'm not hard to get along with. I don't even like I'm different in relationships probably than I am. Like when I'm in a relationship, I don't argue with these women that, like that. You know, I don't want right. to argue with you. Like I tr I'm just like trying to do what I can to make them happy and not, not to say that. And maybe I haven't spoken up for myself enough in the past or whatever, but I'm very, I feel like I'm really easy to get along with in relation. I don't ask for anything, you know, I don't like say you can't go out with these people. I don't do any of that. Like that. I hear people do. I don't cheat. Like I don't do, I don't put anyone through anything. Yeah. So I'm just like, I, I started realizing like, cause I guess I was in the relationship mode for so long that I, I started, once I started talking to people, I started realizing like people started falling for me and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, damn, like, I, I forgot that that's how it is for me like people mm. 
like women will fall for me and a lot of times i won't be into them and it sucks because i'm just like maybe at a different time i wish this timing lined up mm-hmm. you know but i just yeah. don't fall as fast as you you know right so, yeah but it's like there's something to that like it's not you know it's like i have that happen a lot it's just like it doesn't line up it's like i fall for you and you don't fall for me or vice versa you know but it i feel like a lot more people have fallen for me than i've fallen for them though but it's just uh, and i don't even do uh, you know i'm not trying to do that it's just like i i like to get to know people and then you know (laughs) well you're cautious because of your experiences too you know yeah i like to take the time and you know and other people i don't know they don't take the time i guess they're like it doesn't take them long like they start getting into you like really quick and it's like I like you, but I really just want to take it super slow. And that's not that fuckboy thing where I'm like, let's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, let's just be in a situation ship forever. I'm just going to keep you on the hook for a year. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't do that. I don't know. I guess that's how people take it. But sometimes I get scared of like making it official because when you make it official and I won't Changes. even be doing any <laughs> fuckboy stuff. It's just like when you make it official, yeah, they start treating you differently. And it's like, well, damn. It was more fun when we were like just, you know, when yeah. it was, yeah, it kind of sucks yeah, how that some happens. Some people, I don't know. When you put a label on it, it changes the dynamic and it's weird, you know? Yeah. And, and I hate to say that because it's like, I won't cheat on you. I won't talk to other girls, but I don't like what it's like for whatever reason that label puts up like a mental mm. block or something, or it's like, it makes you act different. It's weird yeah i don't know so we kind of got into like a a lot of rambling there huh but i don't know i guess ramble young man ramble (laughs) (laughs) i guess i just started realizing okay if these if women are falling for me then clearly there's like multiple matches or whatever you know like there's clearly something that clicks like yeah you know or like i've come across women that i really liked and it just didn't feel like it was like the right time or whatever and like you know or there's some type of circumstance, you know, so, but yeah. clearly I'm not, <laughs> clearly I don't make the right choice in, in partners or something. I don't know. At the time, at least, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I think that's what it is. is just the timing more than anything, but yeah, but I did notice that I don't date. I've noticed that like, I've, I don't date strictly for looks. I've never done that, especially relationship wise, you know, mm, yeah. there's been a, like, I haven't had a lot of girlfriends. I've had like five, but a good amount of them, I wasn't like blown away by them physically, you know, it was right. just like, I like them personality wise. Right. You're, I liked how they treated me, you know, mm-hmm. like could be like, Oh, this is the first girl that I haven't been too shy to talk to like in one case it's like mm. I'm actually talking to her we're actually having conversations like <laughs> so that was enough <laughs> or it could be like uh, oh this girl's so vocal she always tells like because I, I you know you go through a relationship where somebody doesn't talk they don't open up at all mm-hmm. so then you get with somebody that's very open mm, like oh it's like oh this is nice and then it's like yeah. oh she's open with other people to you know mm. <laughs> like that was way back i don't want to say that that's not the current the most recent one <laughs> i'm mm. just floating it out there you know but i don't know you start to realize that stuff it's like oh i really like this about this person or you know and, and at the time it was good for you or whatever but i don't know it's like there's like a shelf life or something yeah there's sometimes. definitely you know you outgrow people and people change and that's just that's just how it is. Yeah. Um, 
I think eventually you meet somebody who you can settle with or not settle yeah that you can that you connect with on a deeper level you know yeah and i think you know like that is true and i think you have to find somebody that respects you like you respect them is probably the most important thing yeah yeah it's like if they if they don't respect you like you respect them then that's when it could be a problem you know exactly yeah. yeah or if you don't respect them like they respect you it's not you know it could be on you too yeah it's it's complex it truly Dim is dynamics is yeah my bad i went off on a <laughs> super tangent <laughs> what's the biggest obstacle you've ever overcome no oh, i forgot we were talking about obstacles <laughs> oh that was related wow. though it's still mm-hmm. kind of yeah. it's not like a non sequitur actually yeah not um, my biggest obstacle that's rough I feel like an, it's an ongoing obstacle that I'm overcoming um, just finding the motivation to do what I want you know it's from depression I'm not I'm not gonna tiptoe yeah but um, it's being able to get out of that and get productive or do a plan that I had and or, you know, even just have, like, a good, solid day because it affects so much, you know. Um, there's some days where I'll – even today, I'm a little slower today because um, it really slows down your conversation or something. I don't know what it is. Like, you'll stumble over words or you subconsciously just forget what you're saying. I don't know. It's yeah. Weird. Um, it's draining. I have overcome it a few times. I think it's one of those things where – I don't know if you'll ever fully get past it, but I mm-hmm. think learning to live with it and being comfortable um, with it, maybe. Um, but not also not accepting that it's like such a debilitation that you're going to be held back or anything. Or, uh, I see, I lost where I was going, but... Um, I no, guess it's that, I get get, getting small wins against that, and um, I don't know, the finding, small finding peace within it. it, yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. I, I think that's, you know, as, as long as you could do that, like, as you stack the small wins together, if you if you stack up enough of them, they become a big win, huh? Like, yeah. So, mm-hmm. it helps out. But uh, where, where do you think... This might be personal. I just thought of it. But where do you think your depression comes from? Um, I think most of the time depression comes from past trauma or unresolved issues. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm going to therapy, but I don't have any appointments very soon. Or it's a slow process. So... I think it's probably past stuff that you have to overcome. It's probably partially brain chemistry, but um, I think a lot of it, or it can get significantly better just through <laughs> therapy, solving your issues. And Yeah. Um, I'd take medication, but I wouldn't really rec- recommend it for everyone just because sometimes it doesn't feel like it does much. Like, you can't bank everything on, like, oh, this is going to make me completely better. Like, I think it has an in general sense. 
but um yeah don't bank on medication look at your life be willing to do therapy to get through issues as opposed to going like a medical route getting it solved um because that's not as sustainable as as uh fix fixing the root of the (laughs) of where it came from you know right that's true and yeah i I feel i don't know how you feel but i always feel like yeah i could talk to people all day i could take medication but it's something i have to overcome inside you know yeah yeah because i think it's really is how you see yourself too so if you could change that perception yeah then you're more confident and less likely to be depressed or i don't know I think it is a lot of internal dialogue that you have to be willing to have. And like the hard conversation that you don't even realize you don't want to talk about or, or, uh, look at, you know? No. Yeah, that's true. It's a lot of people don't want to admit when they're wrong. And well, most people don't. Right. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know about you, but I beat myself up like probably way more than I should. Like sometimes I didn't even do anything wrong and I'm beating myself up because somebody treated me a certain way, you know? Yeah. No, I've been, I've noticed that lately is, um, I really internalize, like if somebody's, if I'm in an argument and it's even the most minor thing, uh, I just feel really bad about myself and like, I can never do right and you know I get very extreme with it and you know it could be an argument about like um, oh you forgot to get this thing from the store or something stupid you know something menial but I think I just realized a couple weeks ago that I really I don't know like internalize it and it messes me up more than it should I don't know if you feel that way. Yeah. No, I mean, I definitely do like about certain things. Like you get to a point where like if the same thing keeps happening, you wonder like what's wrong with me, you know? And then, yeah, I don't know. I think in my case, I think, um, I can be too willing to overlook people's flaws (laughs) But not my own. <laughs> I never overlook mine. <laughs> mm, <laughs> you know? That's a good point. Yeah. But I'm willing to overlook theirs. And, you know, I just, I guess for me specifically, like, I guess it's kind of going back to relationships, but like, but it is related. So if I decide to actually make a relationship official with somebody, that means that I'm willing to like do anything to make it work. And I don't know if people realize that. And maybe I should tell people that from the beginning or something. Hmm, that it's yeah. something like, it's a very intense, like, yeah. Like hmm. if I'm doing this, that means that like, I'm not planning on this ending. So <laughs> yeah, I'm just you know. committing. <laughs> yeah. So like definition of committed. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I guess that's sort of what people have in mind, but I don't know. For me, it's like, I guess I like to actually get to know you and even date you and then make it, like, I like to, to like, do that whole process of it, you know? Right. And it's the same thing, but changing the labels, you know? It's just, like, dating normally and, like, some people say they're in a relationship, um, but they're really, like, dating kind of the way that you're thinking of. And I think it's just you're 
deciding to put that label on at a different point. It's not like you spend any less time or have any less connection. It's just right. It's almost like you're protecting yourself and probably them from disappointment or yeah, basically. Or it's like or I, yeah, I kind of look at it like if we like let's make sure that this is actually going to work before we like make put labels on it and like really invest all this you know but then once i've decided that like that i do want to then i'll do anything to make it work pretty much you know anything reasonable i guess you know and um i don't know i guess that's just something that i think that's something that i didn't always realize that i was doing but now i know you know because like i said i haven't had a lot of relationships really i've dated people and like decided not to make it official which i think is better to do to people than like get with them and then break their heart or whatever (laughs) you know like make it official because a lot of people do that they make it official then they decide they're done and they end up hurting the other person and it's like but you kind of knew from the beginning that you weren't really right for them Mm -hmm. or you know yeah you're just there's some there was something missing (laughs) yeah i guess i just i make sure more that i'm ready to do that you know yeah yeah but that was sort of a tangent i know but but i guess you know at the that that's all about like um like you were saying how you about being yourself up it's related to that because it's like i overlook the flaws their flaws but i don't overlook my own and so when i when i commit to somebody i'm accepting their flaws you know like i know what their flaws are and i'm accepting them and then i feel like other people are not um as willing to do that they want to change somebody and for me it's like if i've decided to make this official it means i can handle your issues that you have you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm not gonna Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna try to change you you know yeah like i've i accepted who you are and i'll help you out as much as i can but Right. You know. I'll help you change if you want to in some way, but I'm not going to force you to change for me. <laughs> yeah. And so I think I think that's where that comes from. But yeah, as far as being myself up, definitely like it's not a good when you go through horrible things, people put you through horrible things. It's like you definitely beat yourself up because you're just like, why me? <laughs> yeah. Why? Why is this happening? <laughs> But how do you survive as a white man with all these advantages? <laughs> how do you how do you do it? It's so goddamn hard, I'll tell you what. <laughs> white, <laughs> white lives matter. <laughs> white lives matter. Oh god. People say that, huh? Yeah. People say all lives. Well, white lives matter. That's like that's already bad, all lives, and then you have white lives matter, and you're just like God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I understand the logic behind the all lives matter, but it is just one of those it's just why are you doing it? It's just that? the way it's used, you know. It's like <laughs> Yeah. You're just lessening I don't know. We we all know why it's bad. <laughs> um but I don't know. It, it it's I How think I have a do? lot of advantages and it makes it easy, you know. I have a family that's willing to support me and uh, you sure do. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I don't face a lot of day-to-day issues, especially with lockdown and stuff. So yeah, I can't really complain. I guess everybody's locked down now. And, uh, yeah. You didn't even know, but 
I was the next thing I wanted to ask you was like, what do you miss most from before quarantine? Oh. Flawless segue. <laughs> Flawless. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Throw a soundbite on. <laughs> um, uh, it's hard for me to say because I really um very introverted, so I didn't really care to go out too much anyway. Not that I don't like it sometimes, but I find myself almost more comfortable in the quarantine because it gives me an excuse to stay in. And, yeah. Uh, I have a lot of work to do anyway, so I'm like, yeah, it works out. But if I had to say, probably just seeing friends, you know, it's kind of a basic thing. Um, no, so it makes sense. Maybe going to restaurants. Some people are still going, but I don't know. I don't know about that yet. <laughs> I've gone, Personally, what do you miss? I've gone to a couple. I haven't gone to a lot of restaurants. I've gone to, well, have you not gone to any restaurants at all or just not like outdoor seating? Or not indoor seating, I mean. Um, just none. Well, no, I went to one, um, but I was only in there for drinks for a brief moment. But, um, hmm. yeah. I've done, I've gone to a couple outdoor seating, like recently, just very recently. Mm, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's fine. There's nothing wrong. It's weird, though. Or there's, I mean, I shouldn't say nothing wrong, but it is, uh, it's, I think it's not that risky because you go to stores and stuff. Yeah. And I know I go to the store and that's probably one of the worst places, <laughs> one of the I want to say worser. <laughs> the, the worser. What word am I trying to say? I'm, you, yeah. Lost. Yeah. <laughs> one of the. I think just worst, right? <laughs> one of the worst places. One of the more worst ones. One no, the, I think worst. One of the worsterest places. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> one of the worstest sauce <laughs> places. <laughs> no. Um, um, I was actually thinking about that. What's the worst place? And I think. I think I kind of settled on. It's got to be like a bar. Maybe a club. Oh, yeah, a bar. The Maybe gym. a club. Yeah. The gym is pretty bad. Well, the reason why Touching a bar everything. is bad is because of the element of even if people were trying to be good, once they get some drinks, there's no social distancing anymore. No. <laughs> so, in a club, like, yeah. Yeah. Probably a bar is actually worse. A bar is worse, I think, because bar, yeah. it's all about drinking. Mm-hmm. You're not wearing masks when you're drinking, and you're getting closer to people. You're stumbling around, probably forgetting your mask because you're faded. Like, <laughs> yeah, it just seems like the worst possible place. And <laughs> <laughs> when I thought about it, I don't know why. I would just always think of stuff like, like that. Huh, what would be where would I be most likely? Where can I catch the Rona? <laughs> uh, if I, you know, I probably to. wouldn't chill in a hospital too much. <laughs> no, yeah, hospital. <laughs> Even a yeah, but at least a hospital they're like sterilizing it. But yeah. yeah. Like, I definitely, whenever I have to go to the hospital, I'm like, really? I don't want to go to the damn hospital right now. This is annoying. <laughs> what, when will this, do you think this will ever end? Or is this just life now? Like, all this. <laughs> I think this has brought about changes that will be permanent. Um, I Or it's going to kind of push them to be more permanent, uh, such as remote work. Because places are going to realize that they'll get just as much work done. Maybe not quite, but close enough. Uh, but they won't have to pay for an office space. You know, yeah. A place for people to have to be. And 
Um, people like working at home, I'm sure. Uh, I do <laughs> with school. <laughs> I assume most people are similar. I think people would miss the social aspect, so maybe they'd still have it. But I think work is going to change or stay changed, I should say. Yeah. School, online school is going to probably become more credible because they're showing that it works fine, you know. <laughs> uh, but the the virus stuff will probably go away. Uh well, it'll probably be like a seasonal thing. You know, you could probably get COVID, season. but they'll have a... Yeah. Yeah. But they'll have a thing to solve it. Yeah. To solve vaccine. It. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, eventually the vaccine will probably be reliable enough, but I would wait a while on that one. <laughs> yeah. But I do think it's brought about a lot of changes. I don't know if we'll ever go back to how it was fully before. Yeah, I, I don't think, think stuff has changed politically, socially, uh, functionally. We're really relying on online interaction, and I don't know. It seems yeah. like it'll be hard to go back after so long. I don't think it'll go back honestly, like fully. I just think it'll. It's always going to be a little altered, you know. Mm-hmm. Just like I think it'll go. I think it could get back to like pretty close to normal, but I think everything's going to be a little different, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, I'll probably just stay wearing masks for you know, <laughs> like when I have to go out. Mm-hmm. Probably just keep doing that because I mean they've been doing that in Asia for like the longest time. Yeah, and we always looked at it kind of weird, you know, <laughs> or like well, you know, when people would be here, like yeah, when you're like, why do they have that mask? <laughs> yeah, and then now it's like, oh, that's probably why. I mean, you know, it makes sense now. Right. I see. I always thought it was a personal thing of like they didn't want to catch something but a lot of it is uh not wanting to spread it you know yeah that spread something or that's definitely an aspect of it yeah which is which is a good i mean obviously it's a good thing so Mm -hmm. i think that'll continue or yeah i think a lot of this stuff has probably just changed for good but i do think it's gonna get it's gonna get better and some of it is for the best like i don't even think i think the masks are probably for the best really yeah and just like things being more sanitary like that's a good thing yeah exactly but (laughs) you're like oh maybe they should just be cleaning shit all the time (laughs) yeah like they should have been doing that you know (laughs) How can people take advantage of this time? Um, you think, as a business expert or <laughs> an art expert? Definitely. I did some investing and made a good amount of money, but it's probably not a good invest market to invest in. Uh, but I yeah. would say good building an online <laughs> store and advertising right now are probably great things to do because everybody's home um trying to get people's time while they are at home yeah you know this is a time where you could take advantage of that so maybe if you had something you were like a product um paying for ads on instagram social media type stuff would probably uh would probably be a good <laughs> good route i think so yeah i was just you know I didn't know if, like, because I, I, it seems like there has to be a way for people to take advantage of it. I, I know I've seen a lot more Forex. <laughs> I keep seeing that. Do you know anything about the Forex yet? Because I'm still trying to figure it out. I no. know it's foreign exchange. Like, it's exchanging foreign currencies. But I'm like, I don't know exactly what 
Is it like a scheme or some shit? I don't know if it's a scheme or not. I'm just trying to figure it out, you know? It's interesting, though. It's It, it, it almost looks like another stock market in a way. Hmm. It's like, yeah, and supposedly there's like all, t- there's like a bunch of money being made on there or just generated. Like, there's a lot. Is it just like another Bitcoin? It <laughs> seems like, like something like that, kind of like Bitcoin. Yeah, because in Bitcoin, don't you buy and sell and stuff like that? Yeah. I think you that's kind of. it too, which yeah. you do that with like powerful graphics cards. I don't really know how that works, but. I don't know. Like, I'm not an expert on Forex at all. I've just seen a lot more of it. And I'm I'm kind of curious about it, but I'm cautious about it because it sounds, it almost does sound like possibly another pyramid scheme, mm. but I don't want to rule it out, things. I guess. Yeah, it's hard because there are things where, like, if you got in early, you're going to do good. <laughs> yeah. But other things, it, it's always a gamble, I guess. You'll never know what. You'll never really know what will succeed. You can have a good inkling, um, such as like, oh, I'm going to invest in Zoom. <laughs> right. Know, you could have educated guesses. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard of the Forex. Whoever invested, you could check it out, see what you think. I was just curious because I've seen a lot of that like lately. What do you think? What do you think will happen in this election? <laughs> <laughs> like if you had to predict it I think one of the things we really need to look at Are the propositions Because those make major changes And we kind of don't think about that Yeah. Um, so focus on controlling those Because I really don't know How the general election will turn out <laughs> I You know you want to believe that The world will right itself <laughs> The US will fix itself Yeah But I don't know. It's just that last election kind of exposed just how divided we were. Yeah. And uh, it's hard to imagine a conclusive victory either way. Um, it's hard because it, 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 it seems like they're trying to fix it too, you know. And I oh, feel like, like they've gotten like away. Kind of? yeah. yeah. I feel like they've gotten away with so much corruption that. It's just, can we really trust any of it? Yeah. You know? I don't know. If it were to go with public opinion, it seems like the public opinion leans more left. But I just, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) like part of me is starting, I I don't know if you feel like this, but I'm starting to feel like, or I, I guess I never felt like like Biden was the right choice, and um, the closer it gets, the more I'm like, God damn it, this is like another Hillary all over again. Like in a way, <laughs> mm. like he's kind of a gaff machine. He says but a lot of stupid things. He's you know? a white male though. <laughs> yeah, so he does have that. <laughs> he might be able to overcome that. But you know, like it just feels like, ah oh, man, they really went with like the centrist fucking like bland. You know, uh, they always. I always do that shit. They, they, you know, because I, I, I would have felt more comfortable if Bernie was there. I would have felt like that's mu- that's more of a difference, you know? Yeah. Not that Biden and Trump aren't different, but politically they're not as crazy far apart as people probably think. Yeah. Well, I feel like we don't get to choose who we really want. Like, it's just we're just choosing the lesser of two evils, and that's not how... 
an election should be you know it's like oh well yeah for sure it, the last like couple you know have been like that or yeah i would argue that most <laughs> most of them are like that <laughs> you know i guess obama seemed like a he he's he was like he seemed like a good guy not that he was perfect but like i didn't feel I like that true. was like that yeah, but like with bush true. and gore bush and Kerry, like a lot of that stuff is just like it just seemed like it was just like damn we're really just settling <laughs> yeah. it sucks when it's like that you know yeah, definitely though. 2016 definitely felt like that. I was like, man, we're just like <laughs> we're scraping the bottom of the barrel. But that's how it just feels like the the Democrats did that thing where they just they got behind like this like candidate that I'm not saying he's unlikable, but he's not the most likable candidate out there. And not yeah. only and he's very like centrist and there's he said a lot of dumb stuff and it's just like man why is this happening again <laughs> but yeah they just fumble constantly like they really can't find a better candidate <laughs> yeah it's like i know people voted but you know they they can kind of man- or they can manipulate that mm-hmm. you know if they decide they're going to throw their support behind them like they could make things happen i'm not yeah. saying they rigged it although they did rig the one before but you know, like <laughs> They got caught doing stuff like that, but with mm-hmm. the but with this one, it just seemed like they never wanted Bernie in there. Partly because he wasn't like a full, he's not a Democrat, yeah. So they can't <laughs> control him, mm-hmm. you know. But in this case, it felt like they, I don't know, it just felt like they wanted they wanted to have more control of it. Obviously, so it was just like once his momentum built, they started to like kind of tear it down by by having them all unite against him, kind of, you know. Yeah. He became like, yeah, and it just sucks when that stuff happens because it feels like it's not for the best interest of the people, really. Yeah, it's really not. And, like, the problem with Hillary is that I feel like they want to make, like, dynasties or something. Like, why, yeah. she, why do we have so many, like, related president or, you know, in some way, like, why does it always have to be some, and well... This is almost an argument from Trump. Why does it always have to be someone who's well, not? I don't know. Well, if you think well, about obviously, it, obviously, I do think they should change. Um, that you should have to have some political experience before you're president, hold some office, because why? <laughs> why not? <laughs> why? There's so many for other requirements. It is weird. It's like, hey, I know you've never done anything like this before, but. <laughs> Even Obama had very limited experience, like as being a senator and stuff. But yeah. you know, yeah. But the I forgot there's something I was gonna say, but now I'm okay. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Okay, so like two families controlled the White House for 20 years straight. You ever think about that? Yeah. Or no, 24. Wait, no, 20. My bad. I had the math right before. So it was it was Bush Senior. And then it was the Clinton for eight years, and then it was Bush Jr. for eight years. So mm-hmm. that's like kind of that's not that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> and then it would have been back to Hillary again. So it's just like that's a been, lot of yeah. You know, twenty-eight years between two families. Or yeah, it just seems like it's always the same people running it. But do you? Oh, it, I know we've. We've talked about so many things. Really, it's gone <laughs> in a lot of different directions. But yeah, do you have anything that you wanted to promote? Any shout-outs? Any fuck-yous? Shout-outs? 
um shout outs and call outs i would just put out my instagram page because i'm kind of posting my progress on my project that's the main thing in my life right now so that's all i really have to promote so you could follow me at kurt the zero all one word and okay uh, okay yeah kurt the zero that's it listen up this is kurt the are we talking to kurt the zero now or is this kurt the hero or is this kurt the human Mm, who knows maybe it's a new one or is is this kurt the genderless blob (laughs) this is kurt candidly (laughs) candid candid kurt Kurt. (laughs) i don't know who we're talking to right now (laughs) and the and this is this next question i feel like i should make theme music for it i'm gonna have to build it up more brought to you by nick guerrero do you have any questions for me <laughs> any topics for nick guerrero no for me <laughs> no. Well, yeah sure if you have any for nick too we could send <laughs> um how's nick doing no, I'm how's nick? yeah we'll see um i don't think i have any um and this is partially because I do have to get back to work. Oh, yeah. I understand. <laughs> back on that project coming December 2020. <laughs> December 2020. But, um, no, I think that's that's it. Do you have anything else you wanted to ask? Is there Curtis? I think that's it. I always have to mess with Nick about that now because he gave me a hard time about how I asked that. <laughs> Any questions <laughs> for me? <laughs> but I think that's I think that's it. Um Thank you for entering Dimension 11 again, Chief. Oh. And of course. Until it's my favorite dimension. Mine too. It's, it's a wondrous place. But yeah, thanks for coming on. And I'm sure we'll have you on again. It's been a while. We haven't been on since... I don't know. I feel like it's been Close months. to the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> that was the, that, well, you were the first interview. Oh, Episode sure. 10, I think. It was, yeah. Damn. So we're on 40... A long time ago. I was like, yeah. Wow. So I think we'll have you on again before that much time passes. And maybe not now that you made the mic peak and have <laughs> therefore ruined the entire broadcast. You're right. But yeah, thank you. And until next time. Later, Gator. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking Lakers are going to the fucking Carolina Wine Mixer. As you all know, the NBA Finals have been replaced with the Catalina Wine Mixer this year due to COVID and the bubble and all that shit. The Lakers are going to the Finals. Okay, they took out the Nuggets in five games. LeBron James was sitting down to celebrate. Imagine if... <laughs> You think anyone's ever, it probably hasn't happened in a long time. Somebody had to pronounce it like that, right? Oh, Lebron? Lebron. Lebron? <laughs> they had to. There's no way. There's no way somebody can fuck that up. Today. I'm confident. <laughs> so, the, and the Heat are likely to advance in the East. They're up 3-1 on the Celtics.
Of course, I paid tribute to my movies. So I was like, I look pretty decent on that one. <laughs> I can't say much else. But uh, yeah, we got. I would, you know, it looks like it's probably going to be Lakers. So LeBron takes one team, one two ships, try to win another ship. Or will he get, or will he win the Heat another ship? That is the question. Nah, it looks good for Lakers. Um, and if, let's say the Celtics pull off that three-one comeback, then I don't fear the Celtics all that much. You know, I think I'm actually a little more afraid of the Heat than the Celtics. I feel like. I don't know, the Heat got some momentum on their side, but I don't think that the, the hero will look that heroic against the Goats, you know? I don't think Tyler Hero, he's not going to be playing too well getting locked up by Alex Caruso, the Caruso. So, we'll see, <laughs> we'll see about that, alright? And then, um, yeah, in other sports news, UFC 253 Adesanya vs. Costa occurred from Fight Island, right? So the middleweight has won 85 champions. I Israel Adesanya. Improved to 20 0 with the second round TKO of Paulo Costa, who falls to 13 1. It was a battle of the undefeated. Somebody's O had to go, and Costa's O went. Now he's got his ass in there, so goddamn. Impressive win for Adesanya. He's kind of the style bender, as you refer to. Um, he has to actually possibly do like goat, goat status. One of the goats. See, uh, me and shout out to my good friend Scott Cowboy. I think we've kind of come to the conclusion that there's multiple goats, really, in, in different eras and shit. He's on his way to being the goat of this era, for sure. It's funny. It's 20 and 0, man. That's, that's difficult to do in MMA. You've beaten up like real good opponents now. So it's no easy task. The style builders just keep winning. So um, all credit to the style builders. <laughs> on the undercard, probably on the real significant one, Young Black Leaks and Dominic Reyes battled for the vacant white heavyweight belt. 205. So John Jones vacated. So these two battles it out. Uh, Jan, 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 he improved to 27 and 8 with a second round TKO of Jeremy Riz, and fell to 12 and 2, which is otherwise being to performance of John Jones. He gave John Jones hell in that fight, and a lot of people thought he won. And luckily, pulled off an incredible upset. I mean, this was really like very unexpected. He was supposed to, as an older fighter, I believe he was not supposed to be winning the championship against a much younger guy and knocking him out. And so, impressive upset win for Blackowitz. I don't know, Ray is not going to go back to the drawing board. He got his ass beat by an old man. But nothing else too noteworthy, in my opinion. Um, it would make hardcore party disagree, but I didn't. That's the two fights really captured my attention. On the baseball side of things, the Dodgers at 42 and 17, as of this recording, are likely to go 43 and 17, which being the Angels of the year, looks like it's going to go that way. Um, they have a plus 131 revenue, which is best 
they are 21. So even if somebody wants to play, they don't get that person in baseball. Most teams only have one game left to play. The Dodgers are really done now. So the playoffs will now commence. Dodgers are likely to play the Brewers. I'm not too afraid of the Brewers, but the Dodgers kind of wrecked it in the playoffs. So I'm not too worried about that. Um, I don't really like this whole like three game wild card shit that they're doing. Like, the Dodgers have dominated all season. As short as the season is, they've dominated all season. And I'm just like, for real, that's like, why are they? It almost feels like it's more of an advantage to the team that didn't dominate. You know, it's like, why, why are we doing this? So I don't know. I don't really, I'm not sure about this. It's a formal. The Niners on the NFL side of things, since the NFL has started, includes the two and one with their 36 to 9 win over the New York Giants and fall to a lowly 0 3. So, um, the Niners have banged up with the quarterback, Nick Bosa, and even like a bunch of starters. So, the fact that they're able to go in there and win as convincingly uh, as they did is impressive for them, even against a bad Giants team, because I mean, the Niners are. Really hit by injuries right now. And that does it for your sports this week. And now let us read from the Book of Grav. <clears throat> a ball from the jump like tip-offs. Rappers nice, but they come like rip-offs. Step up and get your dumb life shipped off. Lights switched off as soon as my flight lift off. You can smile now, meet your death later. Wilder than a pack of meth gators. Congregations keep me on rotations. More than collection place on all occasions. <laughs> I'm erratic, but still illmatic. I illuminate, I will kill static, kill Bill status. You should take a chill pill. You already know Grav was ill, ill. My points are rare like unicorn horns. Must be the only one who was born scorned. I am a walking festivity in nativity with activities. They diss me for being unusual. Everything I heard them do was dull. You can't compare me with my flow patterns. Super giant. Yeah, I know that burns. I ball from the jump like tip offs. Rappers nice, they come like rubble. Step up and get your dumb life shipped off. Light switched off soon as my flight lift off. And that is our show from the one and only legendary KZRO. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. Special shout out to OG me. Happy birthday. This is coming out on your birthday, September 28th. Happy birthday. Thank you for being a great friend over all these years. And, and I, you know, I know we've had ups and downs, but we've stayed in contact and we've stayed together. You know, we, <laughs> you know, that sounded a little weird, but you know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> Uh, shout out to you, man. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. I hope you have a great birthday and uh, thanks for your support over the years. And again, thank you for coming on and make sure you all check out the Growler Hour podcast 
which I believe is up to six episodes now. Him and uh, Josh Viscara, Jimmy DaCosta, Josh Viscara. Um, they drop it pretty often, honestly. I don't want to say how. I don't know what their schedule is, but I know that they've, they've been dropping it more and more lately. So uh, shout out to you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Happy birthday, OG me. And actually, my closing track has OG me on it with the closing verse. And the middle verse is our is our friend who is now a porn star fun fact so <laughs> so uh make sure you check out the or no my bad the he did the chorus on this one my bad i was thinking of a different song so we we have an actual porn star singing the chorus on this track which is called set in sun uh until next week thanks for listening peace <laughs> Everlasting flow, revered from there to here, international. Sipping sake with businessmen in Tokyo. Next day, I'm in Trenchtown smoking dro. Go try it, hopping, call it country hopping. Wherever I go, you know something's popping. Many imitators since I've been this major. Chilling with the Yeti in the Himalayas. Ping pong in Hong Kong, strong arms like Crondon. I'm an exhibit in Cuba, they call me Don Juan. In Ghana, I got them on the long slump. For many years, this monster's gone on. I remember one day I took a dip in a puddle. Didn't know the media would get me in trouble. I was discovering in Egypt when they sifted the rubble. In Transylvania, they raised a fist in the struggle. Eventually, I fled to Sicily. Had all the dons in New York trying to get to sea. But I escaped to Cali, which was bliss to me. Found a shiny rock, and the rest is history. I've been all around the world, but all I see is you. Just can't escape from you No matter what I do See so many faces But I only remember one Your smile entwines within my mind When I see the setting sun I travel the earth, I travel the maps, I travel all around with my fam. Always gonna do it with the funky flow, always gonna do it from the soul. Trains, planes, and automobiles, ride them down to the bill. I used to ride the bus to check a love, no longer cause I've had enough. I love my people, but I hate how they scavengers at my plate. I ain't got money, I ain't got a lot. So just watch me break down a plot. I change my career every other year. Always one person that's a pain in my rear. I see him every other gen. Saw him in Texas shooting Mexicans. Here's a new rhythm, a formula. Saw him down in California. Pulled out a chair with my cup. Then I finally said, yo, what's up? I've been all around the but all I see is you. I just can't escape from you, no matter what I do. See so many faces, but I only remember one. Your smile entwines with.
fuck you doing here in CA, bitch? <laughs> 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 should we, you think we should use that? Or